Arizona basketball now looks like it has a top 10 team on its hands. Let's talk about this roster, how everything fits in, and how we even got to this point to begin with. Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot to get to this show, but first and foremost, as you all know, Arizona basketball is what runs this city. I am not breaking any news to you. And Tommy Lloyd, a lot of people were asking questions about Tommy Lloyd. You know, is he really up? Does he really understand how to recruit at a high profile school like Arizona? Can he get the players that he needs to be able to get at Arizona? All those questions and even more. And Tommy Lloyd has answered those in a, with a resounding yes. Um, the first thing I think that uh, everybody has to look at is what happened last year at this point. And the one thing that obviously happened last year that was not very good was um, the end of uh, basically kind of like the previous year. Once the NCAA tournament hit, Arizona got punk to a certain degree. You know, hate saying it, just really no other way around it. Arizona kind of got punked. And like I said, just kind of is what it is right there. Um, and Lloyd, again, took inventory of his roster. Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd said to himself, you know, we got to get better here. We got to get better players and we got to get a different, uh, not a different style of play, obviously, because that's worked. But, you know, again, you got to get tougher across the board. And he's done exactly that. And with the latest edition of Caleb Love, you see Arizona in some top 10 polls. And I agree with that. I think Arizona should be somewhere in the top 10. Not exactly sure where, but they should be somewhere in the top 10. And a big reason for that is, a big reason for that is, honestly, um, the uh, the transfer portal. Now, the first thing that, uh, that lo- or that Love, the first thing that Lloyd was able to do was, all right, Got to get tougher. We got to get better ball handlers in there. There's just no other way around it. You got to, and that's what Arizona did. Um, between you, you obviously just, I mean, just look at your backcourt last year. You had, you had Kirk Creasa, you had Courtney Ramey. Again, those guys did some really good stuff, but those guys were essentially just shooters right there. They were kind of your typical standstill shooter, um, weren't going to really get into the paint, weren't going to really stretch a, stress a defense per se. Um, and that worked to a certain degree, but when you don't have other players on the roster that can get into the paint, that can also cause some problems. And you saw that rear its head, obviously, against uh, – against, um, Princeton, where you just kind of got pushed around and you didn't have anybody that could make any plays. So now you look at the backcourt. You got Kylan Boswell. You got Jaden Bradley. Both those dudes are going to be able to get into the uh, get into the paint and stress a defense. But um, especially with Kylan Boswell, he'll still be able to shoot the three as well. So it's not like you're missing. It's not like you're missing out on that one either. Um, so that's obviously a good thing. Then. 
When you've got uh, Jaden Bradley, he's a little bit different. He can't necessarily shoot the way that uh, uh, Jaden Bra- or that uh, Kylan Boswell can, but he can get into the lane. He can distribute. Again, he's another dude that can do a lot of different things right there for you. He's a, he's just a good basketball player. You know, there's no <laughs> there's no, really no other way around that one. Um, but they both provide a little bit of something that neither Kirk Creason nor Courtney Ramey did, and that's the ability to, again, get into the paint, to be able to stress a defense and make life easier for people like Pella Larson. You know, that's kind of where that one is right there. Then – you got Caleb Love at that other guard spot right there. Caleb Love was, again, just kind of a great pickup for Arizona. Um, I know that, again, he's a little bit of a lightning rod. People like Jeff Goodman don't like him. That's tough, whatever. Um, but with Caleb Love, he's uh, he provides you a skill set that Arizona did not have last year. Not only did Arizona not have last year, they didn't even come close to having last year. And a big part of that was the ability to get out of the way. All right, I'm going to make a basket right here. I'm going to score and I'm going to get into the paint and I'm going to do what I need to be able to do. Um, Now, uh, so that's kind of your three dudes right there. All three of those players are good with the basketball. Last year's team didn't really have players that played big-time minutes that were good with the basketball. Just, again, you know, you hate to say it, but that's just kind of the way just kind of the way that it was last year for Arizona's roster. And, you, again, if you're Tommy Lloyd, you get a lot of kudos there for making that um, – for making that uh, for making that way for making the decision that you made because again it wouldn't be uh, it would have been easy for him to just say no nope, I know what I'm doing right here I'm going to be just fine he didn't do that he actually went out there and he uh, he made a much uh, uh, he ma- he made a big splash to put it mildly um, now. Uh, then you look at the other positions, Pella Larson, the other four, the other perimeter player, and I'm not going to really break any news right here, but Pella Larson also is a player who is, first of all, he's tough. So again, we're not, uh, we're not going to sit here and bash him in the least. Um, but he also is a little bit limited and some of those limitations kind of fit in last year with what some of those limitations were for the majority of the team. And that was that he couldn't really uh, dribble the basketball. Again, it's not like that he couldn't like actually dribble, but if he was dribbling it for more than one or two times, that ball was either being taken away or fumbled out of bounds. Um, And uh, honestly, it um, that's just kind of the way it is right there. Now, a big, uh, big part of that too is that he also didn't have guys that made his life easier, that were able to accentuate what he does best. And that's where Kylan Boswell and that's where Jaden Bradley comes in. Um, the first thing about it is, uh, the first thing about it is, these guys are going to be able to get into the paint. And again, like I said, make his job easier, dispatch the ball to him in spots where he can make plays, not where you're giving him the ball and saying, oh, we need you to do something here because that's not really his game. Um, the uh, I think the one thing about him, though, is that the one thing about him is he's always going to be a little bit limited or limited in certain aspects. So you need players that can accentuate his strengths. And that's exactly what Kylan Boswell. And that's exactly what uh, Jane Bradley are going to be able to do for this team. 
Um, and Caleb Love. I believe a lot of people look at Caleb Love and aren't really that enthused by it. Well, you know, he can't really uh he can't really um you know, distribute. He can't really do any of this. Uh, I believe he's going to be able to do that. I don't believe Hubert Davis at North Carolina was a very good coach. Again, I'm not really breaking any news right there, but I don't believe that he's a very good coach. Um, and I think that uh, Tommy Lloyd, especially offensively, is on a drastically different level than Hubert Davis was, that Hubert, da Hubert Davis is. And that's something that I think everybody needs to take into account here. Okay. Now, um, with uh, uh, with this squad, where exactly then are you at the front court and why are so people so excited about it? But first, first, let's talk a little bit about FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel.com backslash locked on college. The best place to be able to bet on stuff. And there's a reason that everybody's utilizing FanDuel. A big reason why people utilize FanDuel is because FanDuel.com backslash locked on college is a good, you know, your money's good. You know, you don't have to go in there and say, oh man, am I not going to be able to get my money for the next three weeks? Whatever the case may be. FanDuel says, don't worry about that. We are here to help you. And that's exactly what FanDuel.com backslash locked on college does. Check it out. Again, basketball is almost over, as is football. Grr. But you still got other sports here. And especially if you're like me and you don't really like baseball, what way to make baseball more interesting than actually to bet on baseball right there? Have a little bit of that scratch in the game right there. But again, check it out, fanduel.com backslash locked on college. All right, come back with us. We are going to that now talk about uh, – we're going to now talk a little bit about where – um, Arizona is in the front court and why there are top 10 expectations. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, now the next step for Arizona uh, basketball is the front court. Now, Ajulis Tabellis was the best team, best player on the team last year. Again, I'm not breaking anything that you people all out there don't already know. But the problem with Ajulis, though, is that Ajulis was also a little, a little soft. I'll put it, I'll just put it to you like that. Ajulis, while very, very good, was not really somebody that embraced big moments. We've seen that in March. We've seen that in big spots. He was still a very good player, but and defensively, he was always a little bit uh, disengaged. There were times when Tommy Lloyd had to take him out of the game offense for defense, and that's never anything that you want to have to do with your best player, but that's exactly what Arizona had to do. You don't like that. You don't like having to do that, but it is what it is. Um, so the first thing with the first thing I think is that Arizona needed to get tougher there, and they went out and they got maybe the toughest power forward in the entire country. I don't even think that I'm being uh I don't even think that I'm being uh, I'm exaggerating there. Kashad Johnson. Kashad Johnson out of San, uh, San Diego State. Um got national championship experience. He's some people look at his stats and are like, "Oh, he only averaged 7 and 7 last year." I say don't worry about it. Um 7 and 7 will translate to about 12 and 8 at Arizona. Keep in mind too, as great as San Diego State is, they are a little bit limited um, they are a little bit off uh, li limited offensively 
in what they've been able to do over the years. Um, and again, when you're a little bit limited offensively, that's always going to be somewhat of a um, that's always going to be somewhat of a uh, I guess a little bit of an issue right there. Now um, with uh, with uh, Kashad Johnson though, he also brings you defense and he brings you rebounding and strength in a way that a lot of Arizona fans just don't necessarily haven't necessarily seen. Um, during the Lloyd era, that's not necessarily Lloyd's fault. It's just kind of the roster that he had. Kashad Johnson will be that. Kashad Johnson's not going to get pushed around. Kashad Johnson's not going to be looking around, uh, you know, looking for soft foul calls. Now, listen, he's not going to be able to do offensively what Zoo did, but few in the country are. What he is going to be able to do, though, is get after the ball, um, and He's going to have a little bit of that never say die type approach to him right there, and um, I think that's where uh, I think that's where he really steps in right there. Um, and then next to him, Umar Ballo, leader of men, Umar Ballo, our guy, your guy, Umar Ballo, that man right there, fourteen and eight, um, a little bit a little bit heavy footed, but nobody's ever going to look at Umar Ballo and say that he's not uh, physically ready to go, that he's not going to be physically in the game. Umar Ballo is that dude. Umar Ballo will always be there. So. Adding him, pairing him and Kashad Johnson right there is a great thing for Arizona. And then after that, we already talked about it. That's going to be your that's going to be your six guys that are all going to play thirty minutes per. Um, that now, I think Tommy Lloyd would like to have kind of an eight man rotation. And who could be those guys? I think you could be looking at possibly a uh, uh, a Henry Vasar or a maybe a Henry Vasar or maybe a Montius Crevas, someone like that. But you've also got a, uh, you've also got a roster right there where um, uh, you got some different options right there. And I think that's, what's exciting. If you're a university of Arizona wildcat basketball fan is that you do have those options right there. You didn't necessarily have those options last year. Um, I don't really know what to make of some of the other guys. Uh, I believe that Henry Vasar should be that dude. I think he's uniquely qualified to be because, again, we've talked about it. Henry Vasar can actually shoot the ball. He didn't show it during games, but Henry Vasar can shoot the basketball. And not only can Henry Vasar shoot the basketball, he also can block some shots. He can run the court. I'd like to see him get into that seventh role. Um, but after that, your guess is kind of as good as mine with that. Uh, we didn't talk much about K.J. Lewis. I like K.J. Lewis. I think K.J. Lewis is going to be a good player here. Um, he's strong. He's physical. There's a lot to like about K.J., but, again, it's going to take him a little bit of time, I think, which is more than okay. We're not the instant gratification type folks around here. All right, now, so you look at Arizona's roster. They got a lot tougher. You got a lot – physically, you got a lot more um, – you got a lot more going on right there, a ton more going on from that perspective. Um, and uh, you also got ball handling. Again, Arizona last year, not the toughest, didn't have great ball handling. This year, you got toughness. This year, you got ball handling. That's an exciting aspect of what Arizona is going to be able to throw out there. Now, um, we're going to talk about where Arizona lands in the grand scheme of things here in a second. Come back with us. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, back with you. Um, I don't see a lot of weaknesses for Arizona. Sure, some of this some of this is unproven. 
I get that. That's a fair point. Some of it's unproven and uh, you're going to have to take maybe a little bit of a wait and see approach. I get that. I understand all of that. Um, but uh, what Tommy Lloyd, you generally don't have a lot of questions about the, his offense. I think all these guys' skills are going to be accentuated. I think that uh, Caleb Love is going to be, uh, I think he's going to be more efficient because he's not going to be dribbling the ball seven, eight times looking for the, you know, where to, uh, where he can go with the ball that that's out of his hands. He's going to get two to three dribbles. So defenses can't really key on him. Um, Jaden Bradley, uh, or, uh, Kylan Boswell, both Kylan Boswell going to be shooting the three and getting in the lane. Jaden Bradley as well. Pella Larson can do what he does. Um, and then up front, I think Kashad Johnson and Umar Ballo are both going to bring some physicality that Arizona hasn't had and some interior scoring as well. Um, Overall, I think it's a top 10 team. Um, where they land in the top 10, I don't know. We'll, we'll find that one out. Uh, but some of the experts, the national folks, have put uh, Arizona in as high as five. Um, now, some people like Jeff Goodman, who like trolling Arizona, don't have them in the top 25. That's just being silly. Arizona is clearly a top 25 team. But just think about where we were at this time last, or last month or, heck, 45 days ago. People were wondering, is this going to be even be a top 25 team? There's nobody on the roster. All of that. Uh, people were, you know, very skeptical, doubting about Ryan Nemhard. You know, everything that just happened there. And that's why I think uh, Arizona fans are, um, you just got to trust Tommy Lloyd. Listen, uh, has it been perfect? No, but he's been an A-plus higher. <laughs> I mean, well... I'll, I'll go an A higher. Uh, they needed to be better in the tournament, but he's been an A higher for sure. He gets it. Again, when you're 61 and 11 in your first two years as a head coach, you uh, you obviously understand some things. Um, now, the next step is you got to get success in March. And how do you win in March? And this has been something that's been tried and true forever. You win with guard play and you win with toughness. That's not something that Arizona had last year. And Tommy Lloyd went in and he corrected that. And not only did he correct that, he corrected that in a big way. Um, and that's where I think Arizona did a very good, very, very good job here this past off this off season in getting where uh, getting where Arizona or where uh, this team should be. Now, listen. Um, at Arizona, you should be able to recruit at a high level. I'm not saying that you should be able to recruit like, you know, uh, Calipari or Krzyzewski uh, did, but you should also be able to recruit at a top 10 level. And I bring that up because, uh, and I bring that up, a big reason I bring that up is because not only should you be able to recruit at that level, Tommy Lloyd beat out uh, Kentucky for Kashad Johnson. And make no mistake. Kentucky wanted Kashad Johnson. Kentucky wanted Kashad Johnson. And because John Calipari's best teams generally have a player like that, a DeAndre Liggins, somebody like that who uh, fits in there, does a lot of the grunt work, does a lot of the physical stuff, um, and athletically can uh, hang with anybody. That's generally where they, when Kentucky's been at its best, they've had Kashad Johnson types. Now, Arizona now got Kashad Johnson. They beat out Kentucky for him. That is a massive feather in the cap to Tommy Lloyd. So, again, dude revamped the roster, put together a top 10 team, and you got to give him kudos for that. Now, coming up, or tomorrow, we're going to talk about where Arizona lands in the grand scheme of the Pac-12. A lot of people thought USC was going to be the de facto favorite, but... Arizona is now squarely in this picture because of the players that they've added. And again, as we know, 
Um, the Pac-12 is wild. The Pac-12 can be up and down. And But either way, Arizona has gotten this one. Tommy Lloyd has gotten this one. And again, we shouldn't be doubting Tommy Lloyd around here in these parts. But as always, thanks for making Locked On your first listen of the day. We will be back with you tomorrow. Back to yay. You've been listening to Locked On Wildcats podcast.